I have a confession to make. I had the idea to write a book for years before I finally put pen to paper and published the book. So the big question is this, how do people like me who battle doubt and insecurity push past their fears and publish a book? Well, that is the question, and this podcast is going to give you the answers. So join me as I bring you behind-the-scenes interviews and insights so that you can move forward and publish your book with boldness and courage. My name is Coach Tam, and this is Publishing Secrets. You're outgoing and ambitious and organized, proactive. You are the person that makes things happen. They call you a high achiever or a type A personality. And because of how God has gifted you and the skills and the talents that you have, there are rarely situations where the obstacles that you face cannot be overcome. But what do you do when all of those things that you've used to make things happen in the past are not enough? And you find yourself face to face with an upsetting diagnosis for which there are no easy answers. Well, that was the case for my next guest, Dr. Sabrina Crouch. She found herself in excruciating pain, but God allowed her to take that pain and turn it into purpose. So now not only is she better, but she's helping other people get set free by learning the art of letting go. You've got to check out this episode. You're going to be encouraged and inspired by her story. And I pray that it challenges you to step up to the plate and share your message with the world. Enjoy. All right, Sabrina, thank you so much for joining us here on Publishing Secrets. Excited to have you share your journey as an author with our listening audience. So let's do this. Let's start off by talking a little bit about your book and who you had in mind as you were writing it. So share with us the title of your book first, and then who were you really thinking about as you were writing this book? The book is called Surrendering to Rainbows, The Art and Science of Quieting the Noise of Chronic Pain. And the book started out being about how meditation helped me to manage chronic pain. But I think in the end, it turns out to be more than that, because some of those lessons I learned really transcend past the issue of the pain. February 2019, I was first diagnosed with cervical stenosis. And that's when there's inflammation in the spinal column. So for me, it impacted the nerves from my right below my neck down my left arm. So I went from one day being able to move freely and use my arm without thinking. And then the next moment, everything just changed and I couldn't move them. So that led me to the doctors and, you know, the diagnosis. And they offered me epidurals and medication, which I really didn't want to do. But as the pain level increased, eventually I ended up trying the injections. And then when that didn't work, I finally broke down and tried the medication. But it seemed like every time I was going back to the doctor, I was increasing the meds. Like I was still in pain. Um, and the doctor's basically irreversible. So part of me was like, there has to be something I could do. You know, I think that's just my personality. I'm like, it's gotta be something I can do. And the doctor's shaking, shaking her head like, no, this is it. 
And then the other part of me was kind of caught up in the fear about how my life was going to be different with this condition. Like, what if I can't move my hands to drive or to, to work, you know, or to just do the things that I do to take care of myself, you know, around the house. Took me through a little bit of a spin with the fear and everything. And then um, I've been reading lots of quotes. Deepak Chopra said, believe the diagnosis, not the prognosis. So that made me feel a little better. Like, okay, I got to have some hope, like that I can find some kind of relief. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I talk to people, you know, everybody's asked, oh, how you doing? And I talk to friends that are into alternative medicine. So I had one friend, she says, oh, try acupuncture. I was trying anything. CBD oil, I tried that. Somebody else said, try Arnica. I was like, okay, I'll try that too. I mean, I was willing to just do whatever. I was going Mm -hmm. in different directions, not knowing what was going to work. But I said, I have to be willing to try. After those things didn't work, I finally spoke to, something said to call this guy that I met in Egypt. He was actually my tour guide Mm. on my trip. And he was also a holistic healer. So when I was in Egypt, you know, I was having issues with my sinuses and he took me to this oil shop and I haven't been on allergy medicine in like three years just by doing the regimen that he gave me. So something said, maybe he has, maybe he can give me some direction. Tell me an oil or a pill or something I can use. (laughs) Something. (laughs) And um, that's not the way the conversation went at all. You know, he started out like, okay, so what's causing the pain? So I'm rambling on about a car accident. And he's like, no, you're not listening to me. He's like, what are you holding on to that you need to let go of? And that took me from focusing on outside of myself for answers. Yeah pointing it back at me to turn inside. So I was like, okay. So I sat with that for a while because I couldn't even, I didn't even know what to say to that. I was like, that was deep. I realized, you know, I I just sat sitting, you know, quiet in myself and just thinking, I stopped talking to people about the pain and I just started processing what he was saying. And then I just started reading as much as I could about, you know, different ways to heal. You know, I'm Google queen, so I'm always Googling something. And then I was led to the work of Dr. Joe Dispenza. I had actually read one of his books called Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. And I was like, aha, is this what Allah was talking about? Mm. I need to break the habit of being me. So I went back to the book and then I found out he had another book called Becoming Supernatural. And then once I read that book, I was like, I'm in, this is it. This is it. Becoming Um, Supernatural. Tell me about that. What does that mean? Becoming Supernatural. So he's talking about us being able to heal ourselves using our mind. And, you know, just like my thoughts and feelings were getting me more upset and anxious and and more in pain, we can turn the dial down if we change our thoughts and our thinking patterns. And you do that through the meditation. You know, you learn to settle your body down. You know, when we go to sleep, we naturally go through the stages. We go from beta to alpha, you know, slow waves to theta to delta to deep sleep. I can activate that now during a meditation while I'm sitting up, like I'm still awake, but I can shift my brain waves into those states. So it's pretty powerful. And it was like, he was the only person I read about that talked about using meditation to heal. Everybody else was like, oh, you use it to reduce stress. You relax. He was going all in. I said, oh, either he's crazy or he's onto something serious, you know? So, (laughs) but at the point where I was, I was like, I'm going to go for it because at the least I would find some relief at the most. I may actually reverse my condition. And I do joke with the doctors all the time. I tell them I'm going to reverse my condition. I said, and then I'm going to work with all your patients. And now they listen to me. At first they would, they would just laugh and be like, whatever, she's doing this meditation with this quack. But um, yeah. now they're like, who's the guy you follow? And they're like researching him. They're like, okay, if you heal yourself, then we'll run studies on you. And then I said, deal. I said, give me three years, you know? So. Wow. That's so, so my doctors powerful. have actually been very supportive. 
would have been encouraging, you know, now because they realize because I've had them decrease my medicine since February. I went from 60 milligrams down to 20. Amazing. Yeah, I tried to go all the way off, but that was way too much. Those nerve sensations started pulsating and it was getting me too agitated. So I said, okay, I'm almost there. So I went back on to the 20 and I said, okay, I'll stay at that. But I know I don't need more because I can manage the rest on my own. You know, because somebody said like where you have an injury, like that's where future injuries go. So if you're feeling tense in a certain area of your body, you know, it's going to go right back to that old injury area. Wow. You're right. You know, normally when I hear people talk about meditation, it's definitely about relaxation. And then there are some people that kind of feel like, well, I don't know about this meditation thing. So initially, did you have any apprehension about trying meditation as a healing practice? You know, there's all these myths about meditation. You have to sit still, you have to do this. And I'm a type A, I'm on the go all the time. I'm like, sit still. But the meditations I practice, you can do some of them sitting, laying down, walking. So I could be walking through the park or walking through my yard and meditating. Um, So I don't have to necessarily be sitting still. And then you just have to be able to settle your body back down. You just have to be aware when your mind is going off task and just bring yourself back without getting frustrated with yourself. You know, like sometimes I'm thinking of grocery lists, you know, I'm like, stop, not now. You know, I need eggs, you know, there's something ridiculous pops in my head, you know, and I laugh at myself and I just bring myself back. Like, come on, let's get back into this. I know you're going to help people. And I'm sure we'll talk about that later. You're going to help people that maybe think that meditation is, is too much for them, or they don't know how to do it. They don't know how to, how to start. You've been able to take that journey yourself use it to bring about healing in your body. And I I just believe that God is going to use you to help other people through that process. But before we get there, tell us a little bit about how you got from learning about meditation and being supernatural to deciding that you needed to share this story with other people. Oh boy. I think I was just inspired amid COVID, you know, things had settled down in New York. There was a shutdown and stay at home orders And I just started reflecting like on the path the year prior and how far I had come with managing the pain and then realizing that the things that I learned were also helping me manage through the uncertainty of COVID differently, where if I wasn't meditating, I'd probably be going crazy because I couldn't get out. I couldn't go anywhere. I couldn't travel, but I was able to just kind of settle in and just be content where I was, you know, Um, like many people, I had trips planned and things amid COVID and I had to cancel them. You know, and I know people are still like, oh, I want to travel. And I'm like, I'm good. You know, I'm home. I'm safe. I'm healthy. I'm good where I am. You know, you've um, created your own space in your mind. <laughs> yeah, because I think meditation helped me, you know, accept things as they are without getting overly upset that things weren't the way I wanted them to be. Because that's where the friction comes in. You know, you have the reality and then you have this idea in your head. And when they don't match, that's when you start getting upset and frustrated. And so it helped me kind of quiet that down where I don't caught up in those emotions anymore. Wow. The mind is so powerful and you really demonstrated that through your journey. So you were inspired, you're reflecting about life and you want to make a impact on other people that may be dealing with this same thing. So talk to us about what the writing journey was like for you. You know, when you got that moment of inspiration, did you just sit down and pound out all the pages of the book? Did it just come to you like that? I was actually, I had actually done some coaching sessions with a friend of mine who's an executive coach. And, you know, during the conversation, you know, I've known her since high school. So we're just catching up. And then I was talking about, you know, the journey and how far I come. And I said, you know, this sounds like it could be a book. She was like, you should write it. And from there, we just started 
going over like a rough draft, you know, an outline of the points that I should make. And then from there, I just started writing. But writing is different from publishing, <laughs> you know, mm. which I later realized, you know, you can write all day and all night, but getting it out there is just a whole nother, <laughs> a whole nother task oh, that I really that. wasn't up for. <laughs> Now, I know that someone out there listening to us right now can identify with that. They were inspired. They started writing. They had the outline, all of that stuff. Where did the friction come in for you when you think about the journey of going from writing to actually having your book published and out there for other people to see? Oh, gosh. Wow. It was, I just feel like everything was just in alignment. Like the right things came to me at the right time to kind of help me along the way like working with you, that all came up like literally overnight. I talked to a friend of mine from college. I said, oh, you know, I'm writing this book, but I need feedback. I need somebody to do editing. I need somebody to help me publish. She says, yeah, email her. So I email Raquel and then she puts me in touch with you. And literally you had that workshop the next day. I was like, (laughs) okay, okay. So things just lined up. It just led me right to you. And I know once I got to you, I was in good hands. (laughs) That's good to hear. That's good to hear. It's funny how those things happen, right? And you're like, this can't be coincidence because things have just fallen into place in such an unbelievable fashion that it's, it's almost like, how did this happen? It's almost unbelievable. So you got into the program. You took the journey along with other people. Tell us a little bit about what it was like going through that process to get to the point where you were ready to publish? I think the hardest part was reading all my drafts over and over again. Because at times I would read, I'd be like, this sounds really good. And then sometimes I read it, I'd be like, this is horrible. You know, so I was going back and forth. And then I realized at a certain point, I really just needed to let it go because it was really fine. Like I was just holding on to it instead of just releasing it, you know, letting it go however it was going to be. Just release, let it go, because you can... Write and rewrite and edit over. I could have been rewriting for 10 more years. I was like, (laughs) I have to, like, this wasn't supposed to be that kind of project. This was supposed to be like. (laughs) That's good because I I know there's somebody out there that's doing that right now, that's listening to us. They've written and rewritten and edited, and and there's a certain surrendering, to use one of your words, that needs to happen to actually be able to publish, where you have to be able to let it go and trust that the message that you are trying to communicate is going to reach those that you are called to reach. So tell us about the the book is out there. It's finished. It's published. When did you realize that all of the rewriting and (laughs) the coaching and all the things that you went through, when did it become worth it for you? I think when I saw that the, the ebook was live, it was like, I held my chest and um, I think I felt like this tear go down because it was like my story is finally out there. Like I used my voice and it's, I released it. And then when that copy came and I held it, I was like, wow, this is it's really real. serious. It's done. It's real. It's real. It can be done. And you are living proof of that. So tell us about now that you've gotten this goal accomplished in the midst of a pandemic, you've been productive, you've shared your voice as you shared. What is next for you? What do you think is going to happen from here? Um, I look forward to maybe doing some coaching, just helping people along the way. It's funny because in one of the Facebook groups for mental health, Black mental health workers, I met this um, pediatrician and she has the same condition that I do, but hers was worse and she had surgery. 
So we've been doing Zoom calls every week now because we're gonna put together a um, summit, a healing circle summit for people of color. So we can talk about ways of healing, you know, our bodies and our minds, you know, cause it's not just that physical part, mm-hmm. it's that mental and emotional piece to, to pain that people don't usually talk about, let alone a psychologist, you know, talk about her own stuff, you yeah. know? <laughs> so we want to get it out there that, you know, we're human too, we're people too, and we go through our own challenges as well. So we're putting something together for March, hopefully. That's exciting, a healing summit. So we're gonna, you're yes. gonna teach people how to take what you learned in being supernatural and apply it to their own lives. So I know that people are going to want to stay up to date on what you're doing. Check out this book, Surrendering to Rainbows. Tell us how we can do that. What's the best way to stay in contact with you? Probably just to go to the book landing page, surrenderingtorainbows.com, signing up with your email address. If you're thinking about buying the book, you can read the introduction at that time and then sign up for the email list to receive updates on any programs I have coming up. Perfect, perfect, perfect. And are you also on social media? And if so, share with us where our audience can go to connect with you on those platforms. Okay, on Facebook, my personal page is Sabrina Crouch. On IG at Dr. Sabrina Nicole, D-R-S-A-B-R-I-N-A-N-I-C-H-O-L-E. And I also have a Facebook group that I'm starting. So if you read the book, there'll be the information on how to get into the Grow Into Greatness group. Where I'll put resources in there for people who are on this journey with me to healing. Wow. So many things coming, right? So, so many ways for people to learn from your journey and heal themselves. That's exciting stuff. You know, sometimes when we go through these things, we're thinking that it's just about us, but you are a reminder that often what we go through is an opportunity if we choose to see it that way to be a blessing to other people so i'm excited to to hear about what's going to happen from here and the lives that are going to be changed with the healing summit and all of the things that you are doing so i know that there's some people out there that are listening right now sabrina and they're like wow i would love to get to a point where not only is my book published but I'm helping other people. I'm doing summits and things of that nature, but they're having trouble like really believing that they can do this. And as a result of that, they're struggling either with writing the book or taking the steps to actually get it published. What piece of advice would you give that person that's feeling stuck today? Um, I would say probably just trust the journey because sometimes things have to break down, you know, and break open for you to make your way back and recover. Break down and broke open before you recover. Wow. So that, that surrendering theme, I think, is so prevalent in everything that you're sharing today. Tell us a little bit before we go, what does it mean to you when you think of surrendering to rainbows? What does that really mean? Um, it's not really much about some people's like, oh, it's giving up. It's not giving up. It's really about letting go of everything you think you know because there's always so much more to expand your your consciousness and your knowledge base. You know, we think we know everything, but we don't, you know, so sometimes we have to surrender to the moment and accept the lesson that's being given to us by it. So perhaps for someone that's listening right now, there's a lesson even in this stuckness that you're in. (laughs) And if you just release and let it go and allow life to direct you to the right place, it will work itself out. Absolutely. Well, I hope that you have enjoyed this episode of Publishing Secrets. 
where our mission is to encourage and inspire you to write, publish, and profit in a way that honors God. In order to stay up to date on our episodes, go ahead and hit that subscribe button so that you will be notified. And if this episode has been a blessing to you, do me a favor, rate and review. Until next time, God bless.